This is Hope FM. I'm actually joined by two uh, lovely people, Amy and Jacob. Good morning uh, to you both. Good morning. Yeah. Well, now, let me just ask you both, uh, because I know you, you both are based in certain places. You're at Corpus Christi, Jacob. Yes. Uh, and you're at the Baptist Church. I am. So how did you get together and come up with this idea for this um, support group? I guess that's what it is. Is that the Correct. best way? Yes. Where did the Where did the inspiration come from? Amy. So myself and Jacob, we've been friends for many years now. And yeah, God put a call in on our heart. And I mean, faith. This course is based around faith. And faith for me is a gift. I mean, being a Christian and being baptized didn't save me. You know, it's it's a gift. It's a gift of faith. And Jacob coming from Corpus Christi, it's it's centered around faith and this this idea grew from our faith so that's that is a good a good firm foundation or whatever and of course as we all know there's as many questions from with people of faith as there are with those who wouldn't claim necessarily uh, to have faith and of course in this case it's faith in god through christ isn't it absolutely yeah so coming to you jacob then uh um how did you guys meet well, by a sheer coincidence, actually, um, I was uh, working uh, in in, uh, in Boscombe at the time, and then this lady approached me and said, what are you doing? I said, I'm working. <laughs> and it was more like curiosity, and I thought, well, it shouldn't be the other way around. But anyway, that was meant to be. What, so were, you, what were you working at? <laughs> I'm a university lecturer, so I was preparing my lectures at the time. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so we started talking, and we discovered that we are both parents with children, um, and we both uh, share a common faith in, in, in Jesus Christ and our Lord. And uh, we kept talking and meeting sometimes and discussing it. So you became close friends, basically. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, it grew from there, this aspiration when we talk about challenges and we come across so many of our friends, colleagues who face challenges in life and they prayed and they hoped and nothing happened. And over time, we thought to ourselves, well, it happened to us as well. So what can be done about it. So we refer back to our scriptures and we try to understand why when you pray, nothing happens sometimes. And then through our life experiences and putting a 2,000-year-old scripture into today's modern world was an easy task. But we've discovered over time and through experience, no, actually God does help and does show up, but there is a way to him through Christ I suppose that one of the things that we don't count for when we ask is that the answer might be no, or of course it might be not yet, <laughs> or something in between, uh, you know. But there's nothing like experience, because I guess you've both had different experiences that have that you've had to work through, and I guess that that can be quite a difficult thing, can't it? Absolutely, absolutely. Very, very difficult because the challenges are different. And then the the, the characters of the way you perceive challenges and problems, whether you're a a positive person or a warrior type person, uh, would have on you. And um, when we looked at, for example, why we wanted to start a group, a support group for men in particular, or or dads. Can I I just ask, why why the male element? Why not both male and female? Yes, it will be male and female later, but the reason we've chosen men or dads in particular is because when we 
when we looked at what is our calling, what are we supposed to do, we were both of us being parents, we are considerably worried about the family fabric in our societies. And when a problem occurs within a family fabric and they have problems, the most vulnerable are the ones that suffer most, mainly the children. So we thought, how can we help uh, to alleviate these problems? Then we looked at the parents and we've realized that men or dads in particular being very uh, manly and macho type figure, they are not easily persuaded to chat and to seek help. They sit on their own, they listen to their problems, they to try self-help, which doesn't work. So we decided, well, we could do that. If we could help the family fabric, starting with the dads, and work our way up, that would be a great way of doing it. So it's a pr- providing a space, basically, where, where men and, as you say, particularly dads, uh, can uh, just have somewhere to be and uh, somewhere to trust, to build up relations. Yes. Absolutely. Of course, that trusting side takes up time, doesn't it? How, how have you set about, I mean, as you set up the group, and I know you had your first session last evening, the first of many to come. Um, uh, but, you know, what preparation did you make in, in, in order to get the word out there that the group was in existence? And, the, and, and perhaps more importantly, but to get guys, dads, to come along. Okay, well, this all happened very quickly. So when we decided, you know, this is what we were going to base it on, this is how we were going to move forward... When God's there and he's involved, things just flow. Things happen really, really quickly. So we just, we made a flyer, which we sent to yourself. I've, so got, I've got it in yeah, my hand. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> just newsletters through churches, sticking them up. So back to the old-fashioned way of cafes. Um, yeah, the church's newsletters, word of mouth, and talking to, yeah, the churches. But it is interesting. I mean, you've talked about things happening, but of course there are such things as God incidences, aren't there? That uh, you know. I mean, I've heard people say, "Well, I accidentally found your radio station," and I'm thinking, "I don't think it was by accident." (laughs) Uh, But it's true of everything, isn't it? That that often when you God has an amazing way of connecting the right people. Absolutely. And the fact that you two met, you know, uh, is sort of, in some ways, evidence of that, isn't it? Absolutely, yes, it is. He is amazing. You know, once you understand how to communicate with our Father, it is an amazing experience. And when he talks about through our Christ, uh, our Lord, when he says, I'm the shepherd and they're my sheep, they hear my voice and they know me and I know them. This is when he brings his family together. It's exactly what you just said. He brings us together in ways that are incredible. Mm-hmm. Going back to you know what you said a moment or two, uh, Jacob, about men. Of course, it is true that that men generally don't wear their heart on their sleeves. Uh, they're not often. It's not that they're men are without emotion. It's just they don't necessarily like to show it. Absolutely. But how do you how do you get around that? I, I mean, have you have you found that it does relationship? You know, getting to know somebody. Um, to the point of trust that then men begin to share. Yes, and that point is really critical for us because, as you quite rightly said, they don't have their hearts on their shoulder, but trust is a big issue. And we found that when they, when they see how, how much our Lord means to us, they could feel the sincerity of our intentions. They feel we're trying to bring 
2,000-year-old scripture into today's modern life and to show them how God works. For instance, yesterday we were talking about prayers was the theme of our discussion. What is prayers? How does God wish us to pray? And what we discussed, and we, we found that God loved to hear prayers from the heart, not the words of mouth, through the heart. Well, okay, how do you pray through the heart? What does it mean? What language is it? There are no language for the heart. It's your action, your Christian duty, the way you help people, the way you help your family. By doing these acts, you actually prayed. And this is, when it comes across, people tend to look at it and say, well, um, I haven't thought of that before. Um, and, of course, one authenticates that. I used to love it, you know, though I guess that maybe people in Jesus' day maybe didn't. Mm-hmm. But, but, you know, the many, many occasions whenever Jesus was with religious leaders, actually, and uh, and they weren't saying a word, but he knew exactly what they were thinking. Yes. Uh, and and he, he he called them all sorts of names, didn't he? He wasn't very... Oh. He called them whited sepulchres, you know, well, because yeah, sepulchre was... Yeah, yeah vi- absolutely. And, and, the, and the, you know, the blind leading the blind. And and they, they, they weren't actually saying anything you know they but jesus and uh knew exactly so what you're basically saying is that even though we may not be verbalizing our heart's desire that actually god knows but it's equally true amy isn't it that god likes to hear the sound of our voice he does and i mean for me the power of prayer is very powerful and when you pray for somebody and when people have prayed for me with their mouth it people start to hear and when I pray for people as well, I believe that that helps them. And that is our prayer. And they begin to heal and the Holy Spirit starts to do the work. Right. Well, before I put you even more on the spot by <laughs> asking you about your your personal faith journey uh, and some of the some of the challenges that you both faced, I'm just giving you a warning. Uh, let, let's have your first piece of music. Now, your first piece of music, Bartley James Harvest. Who's chosen the music today? Both of you or? I did. Oh, so why this one, Jacob? It means a lot to me because it contains almost everything I love and enjoy in life. Um, The mountains, the forests, the valleys, the air, our Lord Jesus Christ and his mission on earth and uh, God. Let's have a listen. This is Hope FM. Well, that's Barkley, James Harvest there with that uh, wonderful song, uh, Hymn. My very special guests today uh, are Amy and Jacob from Opus uh, Christi. That's the name of the course that they're both working on. They both come from very, very different backgrounds, but they've come together because they have this real passion, particularly for, for, for men and for dads in particular, and creating a space so that, uh, so that whatever's in the heart can, can come out. But let me ask you both about your own faith journey. I mean, Amy, you talk about faith being the driving force of everything that you've done but how did that journey begin for you okay so from a from a very young age i mean i believed in god Uh, i obviously didn't know what faith was but it was so there was something out there yeah i knew there was something out there from from a very young age but it was in march 2020 when the only thing I can describe is I went on a chase for God. I wanted to know who God was. I wanted the answers that w- that people are uh, that are asking questions now. I mean, you know, who is this God? What is God? Does he exist at all? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I always felt in my heart he existed. I just wanted to know who he was. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, this is where mine and Jacob's uh, relationship grew from 
meeting in the park to to talking about faith and God. So did did Jacob help you in your understanding? Yes, he he did, but also going to different Bible study groups. I mean, I went to a lot of Bible study groups. I went to a number of churches, and it was in November last year I was baptised. But as I said previously, it wasn't the baptism that saved me. It was a gift of, of faith and um, accepting Jesus as my saviour. And... And, of course, that can be quite an exciting thing, can't it? Because, uh, I mean, maybe the trouble with so many of us is that we, we don't get to know who Jesus really is and, and, and what he said. And, of course, the implications of, 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 of his life on our life, you know, and, and the fact that he was constantly introducing us to God. I love it, you know, when the disciples said, what is God like? Jesus <laughs> and uh, Jesus said well just look at me and <laughs> get to know me and uh, and, uh, and of course uh, they did didn't they and uh, and whatever so w- yeah. was it an exciting journey for you I mean once you'd set your face like flint to, to, to get some of those questions answered and to really find out what was it that really then convinced you yeah, of course. I mean, I to begin with, my journey was personal development. I was looking at myself and, mm-hmm. and I was asking these questions and I wanted to, you know, become a better person like we all do. And I, I was just leaning on my own understanding, you know, businesses, uh, what I wanted really and to, to, yeah, grow as a person. So I went down this personal development. So it was a self-discovery sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. But nothing was really working, you know, <laughs> and it wasn't until I started to attend church regularly and I planted myself at the Baptist church. Hello to my brothers and sisters. I love you all. <laughs> and is that Boscombe Baptist <laughs> yes, church? Yes, it is. And and I started to learn, learn, learn the scriptures and learn more about Jesus. And then, yeah, it was in March 2021 when the church reopened. I've been there since, and like I say, I was baptised in November. And it's just gone from there. Things have gone really, really quickly. But again, you know, I think what stopped me from learning about Jesus and faith to begin with was I seen it as a religion. You know, I seen going to church as a religion. And of course, a lot of people say, well, I'm I'm not religious. Mm. I actually say to them, I'm not religious either. Um, They they look at me and think, what are you talking about, Blair? Uh, But of course, we're talking about relationship as opposed to religion. Exactly. And there's a difference. Yes. And this is one of the one of our main reasons we also started this is because, you know, we're Jesus isn't a religion. He didn't come down to teach a religion. So, yeah, this is what we're hoping to help others understand, because like you say, when I say I believe in God and I accept Jesus as my saviour, he's my friend, he's amazing, I love him. <laughs> you know, they, I get called all sorts of names, an extremist, that's my favourite one. <laughs> um, but yes, it, it's not it's not a religious group at all. It's it's like Jacob said earlier, we are bringing a 2,000, 200,000-year-old book into our daily practice through Jesus Christ. Jacob, turning to you, what was your journey like then? I mean, obviously you're an academic, uh, thinking man, helping others to think, teaching business studies. Indeed, indeed. Um, My journey actually starts in my earlier years when I was actually born and bred a Catholic and I was grown up with a church. But like every other person, there comes a time in your life when you start to rebel and think there must be something else out there. 
So I started experimenting with other faiths, other religions, um, and I've immersed myself in their scriptures and their teachings. And although I was happy meeting people and looking at different faiths, but I felt deep down there's something else is not right. It tended to draw me back to my faith, and I didn't like that because I'm more science-based person. I'm an analytical person. I need evidence. I'm the Thomas. I want to put my finger in the wound and believe. Mm. So it was hard a journey for me to try and discover or rediscover my Lord Jesus Christ and God. And experimenting through life was one thing. And then the other was observing uh, life changes itself and everything happening around us from geopolitical situations, from wars and hunger, uh, diseases, and you name it. And then experiencing the, the strength and weaknesses of, of people really put a lot of questions in my mind. And then I resorted back to my faith and I started to learn and to self-develop, to try to rediscover on my own terms who is Jesus Christ, what was he doing on earth, and who is God Almighty. And through this journey, it was rather pain, painful at many times, and you fall down across many, many times. Mm -hmm. And when you look around, all of a sudden, there's nobody there. Friends disappear, uh, family evaporate. And then you sit there and stand on your own and you're thinking, well, then why did God create us? What's the point of us being here? I know as a scientist, for example, a bee is a bee, a tree is a tree, but what is a human being? What do we do? What are we supposed to be doing? So these are the questions in my self-development course, if I may put it this way, I was trying to answer. And then I think, like Jesus, our Lord Jesus Christ did say, the Holy Spirit will come and will guide you and show you the way. And I believe it did. But I didn't realize it arrived. But my questions, all of a sudden, the answers started to appear. I started meeting people, which I never planned to meet, and they give me answers. I go to churches, and I look, and I meet people, and I speak to them, and they give me answers, answers to questions I was asking 15 years ago. All of a sudden, is there. So patience is a virtue, waiting, but keeping the eyes and ears open. And that's how I learned God communicate with us. Mm -hmm. And then I discovered the power of prayer and how to pray. And once I started that journey, all of a sudden a whole new world opened up and then I knew who is Jesus Christ on my own term. And I loved him. I love him for the way he did and what he did for us. It meant to me for the first time, what was he doing on earth and why was he crucified for our sake? Why would somebody do that for me? And then why didn't his father, which is my God and your God, help him? Why didn't he come down and help him when he was crying in the garden before he was captured? And then I learned how our father worked. And if he didn't, we would not be here today. Because he was, he came to die to set us free, didn't he? And uh, indeed, it's interesting, isn't it, that given the importance of of faith, you know, in its many forms, and and all that Jesus has done, why do you think that so very few people? Uh, don't do what you have both done in the sense of giving giving space and giving time to really answer what must be the most important question in life: Is there a God? Uh, and and if so, so what? You know. And of course, that's the big question, isn't it? And which has led you to, well, led you both, of course, to your your explorations. But why why do you think that that not more of us 
give time to that that all important question? It's a, it's a very good question. I think times have changed a lot. People have changed. We have no more patience. We want things done quickly. We buy something today, we will throw it a week later. We have a major data overload from resources all around us. So the time to sit and reflect has diminished or just about to be diminished. And the second element is communication. The way we communicate with one another have changed. Like Amy did mention earlier, the way we're promoting it, the promoting our courses through all traditions with leaflets, word of mouth. But sadly, it's not the way it is done today. So all these factors have actually pushed people's perceptions and thinking process away so they don't, there's not enough time. And what we're trying to do now is to find a way to communicate to them and say, look, we know what's going on. We know the problems and the challenges. Let God into your heart. Let Jesus mm -hmm. show you the way so that you could find answers. It's interesting, isn't it, because we've just been through two years of the roundabout almost stopping. You know, because people were talking about the roundabout, we can't get off it. You know, you're, <laughs> what you're saying is absolutely right, that we are activity driven and our lives are filled with technology and all sorts of other things. But of course, COVID comes along and uh, tends to strip away much of our reliance, brings us very sharply into the into the the fact that death for all of us is a reality. Indeed. Uh, and how do you think... How do you think COVID, and I, I mean, there have been many, many neg negative things that it has brought, but how do you think that, do you think that has helped? Maybe, I mean, you could think about this one. Do you think that COVID has helped, brought us up short, if you like, and made us think, oh, hold on a minute. What is Yes, life? it's what absolutely is a, yeah. made, made more people question, I believe, if there's a God. I, I've seen it personally and even friends of mine and people that have never never even asked about God. I think it's made people think more, you know, what what comes next. And yeah, with with the lockdowns and everything that's happened during the COVID, um people want answers and, and they can't they, they're not getting it from, from their self. Indeed it proved our point, if I may interrupt, that when you detach people from their daily chores and daily commitments and give them time to think and reflect, all of a sudden everyone realized that quality time with the family is very important. Mm -hmm. Why? Because they had time to think without the daily pressures on them, you know, with school runs and going to work and, and so on. And that's the same with our journey toward discovery of God and communication. Once you give people a breather, then they would listen, they're open for communication. And they will start asking questions. Well, let's move to your next uh, piece of music, which is very important because one of the things that Jesus said, I have come that you might have life, yeah. that you might have it abundant and full and overflowing, the very best uh, in, in life. Uh, and of course, this song uh, by, uh, by Zach Williams, uh, No Longer Slaves. Amy, have you chosen this one? I have. So when I got the email to choose three pieces of music, this is the, the hardest thing for me because I'm so passionate about music. <laughs> I love music. It was very difficult. But this song in particular, as it's a, we're starting for the men, a male support group, I think it's a very powerful song. And I think this one of the first songs that I ever listened to, and it did change my life, this one and another one, which we'll listen to later, 
it um it really helped and it's just we we shouldn't be slaves to fear and this is what happens everything comes back to fear but faith over fear and yeah i hope you enjoy I'm no this is Hope FM. So uh, Amy and Jacob have started a group first night, last night. Now, if I if I rocked up to the group, what what would happen? What's the format? Well, the format is very simple. We, we have um, a discussion based on guidance from the Holy Spirit. We do not plan. We meet. The first 20 minutes, uh, we speak whatever the Spirit tells us yesterday was prayers next time could be faith after 20 minutes we'll have questions and answers about the topic so do you do a bit of input at the beginning absolutely on, around those subjects yeah? yes um, and then uh, we uh, sit down and we share experiences about problems or challenges facing uh, families men and dads in particular especially during the lockdown period and how they've overcome it so that we could learn from their experiences so we share them and then we, what we tend to do, uh, Amy and myself, when we listen to these challenges, we try and bring the scripture into life to show that God is with us and is helping us all the way. Now, this is going to be, uh, is it going to be every Tuesday evening? Uh, every two weeks. Every two weeks? Every two weeks. So the next uh, session will be on March the 1st at the Paris Centre Corpus Christi at 7 o'clock in the evening. That, and of course it runs till about 8.30 in, in the evening and most important of all of course you, you talk over a cup of tea or oh. coffee as the case may be oh. biscuits, crisps oh no you're, so you're really pushing the boat out there oh, you know? if crisps doesn't do it I don't know what exactly <laughs> absolutely so the, the people that initially I know a wee bit further down the road you're going to open the door but I mean initially you you're, you you really want men and if they're dads to, to come along and uh, that's your that's your your, your invitation primarily to start off with correct okay. so if you're listening to the program today and uh, you know you're free and you think you know what I wouldn't mind meeting that Amy and Jacob uh, <laughs> uh, then do come along in two weeks time to the Corpus Christi Centre and uh, that's right beside Corpus Christi Church isn't it in Boston that's right by St James Square mm, fantastic so uh, you've only just started it um, are you encouraged with the, the bit of the feet? I mean, obviously, you've only just come on the radio, and we'll have, we'll have to get you back to talk about, you know, how it's all going. But have you been encouraged with people's response thus far? Yes, we have. We've had lots of questions, and last night was successful. Went really well. And, it, yeah, it's it's going to grow. And being here today, we invite you to come along, and not only if you've got these questions, but if you've got the answers, you know, if you can come and share your life experiences with with our group, mm-hmm. then and we invite you to come along. And, of course, on that, I mean, I, I started by probably for, you know, joking at the beginning of the programme about unanswered questions. But, no, actually, I think, Jacob, you said, and Amy, you as well, that as you go and look at your life experiences, although we don't often have the answers to everything, that when we look back on our life and experience, then very often the pieces of the jigsaw puzzle, which maybe at the beginning can become like double dutch to us, do actually come into place and God does have a way of communicating on multiple levels. Absolutely. And when you realise and grasp this fact, your life will change. It's incredible. 
Well, we'll set them dancing, shall we? And, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I know that you, there's nothing like going out of the studio singing and dancing. And uh, if you're driving your car, be careful. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, but, the, of course, the, the, this is a bit of a classic, isn't the it? The Lord I'm, of the Dance. The Lord of the Dance. Why, why this one, Amy? Are you a dancing he, person? He, I love music and I love dancing, but uh, Jesus Christ, he is Lord, isn't he? Not only Lord of the Dance, but he is Lord. Well, thank you both for coming into uh, uh, the studio and I, I wish you every success uh, with all that you're doing. And of course, we'll be back soon. Of course. Thank, thank you very you. much indeed. And, and this you. is the Salisbury Cathedral Choir with Lord of the Dance. Thank you. Thank you. This is Hope FM.